once again to the Ebone Zone. The road to 200 continues as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 195th time on this Friday, August 28th, 2020. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Never Had a Chair Like Me. the fade. A picture's worth a thousand words, they say. And that can be proven when you look at your old yearbook pictures from high school. You know the one. Oh, come on. Yes, you do. Don't lie to me. That one where you were wearing a mood ring, overalls with the straps undone, your hammer pants with one leg rolled up, and your rollerblades, let's not forget those, and you couldn't stand in them. It just so happened that because of that last one, you fell right as the camera snapped and you became known as Roller Kid for the next three years. The 90s. What were you doing? I can relate to that. My yearbook pictures were strange as well. And that's one reason this podcast will never be filmed. It's a whole different ball game when you get your license, though. You'd think it'd get better, but for one woman, well, it didn't exactly go to plan. You know how they usually have you sit down for the picture, right? Well, something got messed up down the chain for hers, and the chair was the only thing in it. She went back to the DMV after her license was mailed in because she noticed that the ratio of chair to human in the picture was a bit off. When she got there, she said, Hey, if it's not too much trouble, could you fix my license for me, please? Just calm. No woman on a beach who doesn't know a bikini is appropriate for a beach reminiscent. I demand to speak with the head of this establishment. And then check this out. It gets even better. The woman behind the front desk didn't know what was going on, and she got her manager because she didn't know how to fix it. Ah, the reverse Karen maneuver. I haven't seen the likes of that since, well, now that I think about it, probably ever. I think this is the first time I've ever heard of that. Does this mean that there's another hashtag in the making? I mean, we already have justice for good Karens. Oh, yeah, maybe the next one should be hashtag more reverse Karens. You know those types of people, the ones who, when their McDonald's order of life gets crazy, just keep calm and get their manager because they need help with the next move. The picture's been shared more than 19,000 times on Facebook, and she got a new license. What's more, it turned into a bunch of funny memes. So it's not all bad, huh? This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy 2 verse 5 says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. This verse speaks to the fact that there is only one. One God, one Son, one Savior one Lord. We know that there is one God that exists in three forms, and they are God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God created the heavens and the earth. He created earth to be perfect. But you see, after the fall of Adam, that couldn't happen. After sin entered into this world, there had to be divine intervention on the part of God. There had to be room for the mediator, some way to achieve oneness with man again. And that's where the next part of this verse comes in. We've covered one God. Now comes one mediator between God and man. Another way you could put that is one way to reconcile God to men, and that is the man Christ Jesus. He died on a cross, a cruel death, a sinner's death, 
You see, the way Jesus was put to death was usually reserved for the highest offenders, the worst of the worst criminals in Roman culture of that time. And yet Jesus did nothing wrong. He had no sins on him. He was absolutely clean. He was the perfect example of perfect. Pilate recognized that. He washed his hands of the situation, and yet it was still God's plan for Jesus to walk up Calvary's hill and die on a cross for all mankind. It was his plan for Jesus to bear the weight of the sin of the world and cleanse everyone, not just me. He didn't die for just me. He didn't die for just you. He didn't die for just the woman three doors down. He didn't die for just the guy three states over. He didn't just die for the guy on the other side of the world. He died for everyone so that everyone may know him, so that everyone may know the living water that is flowing through his veins, so that everyone may freely drink of it as much as they like, so that everyone can have that joy and that pure, unbridled peace in their hearts, to know that God is in control and that God is protecting them at all times. And here is where the good news comes in. Here is where the amazing news happens. Just because Jesus died on a cross, just because Jesus died a sinner's death, that doesn't mean the story ends. Because three days later, Jesus, the Son of God, the Alpha and Omega, rose from that borrowed and barely used tomb. He rose from the grave for you and I. He took it upon himself to die a sinner's death, but he said that the temple would crumble and he would rebuild it in three days. And the great news is, that's exactly what happened. He rebuilt the chasm between God and man. We can now freely communicate with God because of what he did. We can now have a relationship with God because of what he did. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad he rose from the grave? And if you haven't fully accepted that today, friend, I invite you to do so. It'll change your life. Faking your own death. It usually only happens in movies when you're fighting with someone who's trying to kill your best friend in a hotel room in Colorado because you have a briefcase they want, and then you pop back up after a few seconds and hit everything but your target, prompting the guy that you're wanting to save to be shocked by not only the fact that you're alive, but also that you're a horrible shot. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? The guy we're talking about, well, his reason is a lot different. He faked bite in the dust because he wanted to avoid going to jail. That didn't work out because he was back in court later for the faulty certificate. How did they find out? The paper had a typo in it. Registry was spelled Reg Citry. Yep, Reg Citry. An actual lawyer, a man who went to college for seven years, which means there was probably a lot of English classes, misspelled Registry. It's an easy word, bro, and you almost had it. Seriously, you were so close. I mean, it's still a stupid decision to help a client fake his own death, but you were so close, so close to pulling it off. No surprise, but he was brought into court, and after sentencing, the judge set bail at just $1. Now, I'm not a lawyer or a judge, and matter of fact, I thank God the only experience I have with court is Judge Judy. And I'm not convinced that's even real. But 
I don't see how this went on for so long because apparently this guy robbed a college while he was supposedly six feet under. And here's the kicker for me, just a little bit of realism. I don't know how this man could rob a state-funded place, a state-funded place, and get caught, have records run on him, and one of the people on his case not bring it up to the head man like, Hey, sorry to bother you there, Chief. I know you're probably really busy with paperwork and, you know, trying to run a police station, get crime off the streets and all that, but I was just, I ran into a little snag here. You know that guy that supposedly robbed a college? Yeah, that's the one. Isn't he supposed to be dead, though? Can you see where I'm coming from? I hope so, because even though they caught him, something's not adding up for me. I guess the moral of the story here is, if you're going to fake your own death, at least make sure the guy in charge of your certificate can spell. I appreciate you hanging out with me and taking time out of your week to hear what I've had to say. But that looks like all the time we've got for this episode. You can stay connected easily on Facebook and Twitter by searching Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. That's capital O and official, capital E-B-Z. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and drop a review, tell me how I'm doing, and subscribe if you can. Until next time, God bless you, stay humble, and keep an ear out.